founded in 1994 as a pump station manufacturer, 25 years later, TSP proudly distributes turf equipment and TSP pumping systems to golf and sports turf facilities throughout the Southeast. TSP has become a premier equipment dealer in the region and celebrates our past 25 years of serving the turf industry with loyalty, dedication, and excellence. Corporately, a quarter of a century is a huge deal, but don't let the dazzling new website and hip and trendy 25-year logo fool you. We are still the same family-owned business built on integrity and sound values and built as a collection of focused individuals with a passion for teamwork and excellence. Products that exceed quality standards and customer service that will exceed your expectations. We are TSP. Our legacy starts here. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationships with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Welcome in, everybody. Here we are today with our sixth edition of Off Course. We are hanging out in the offices of TSP Turf. Better known as Tri-State Pumps, the actual name, but you're right, they do go by TSP. We did just learn that a few minutes ago. Yep, you'll hear that later. As we are here, you're going to hear They gave us Christmas gifts. Joy. Merry Christmas from our TSP family to yours. Wishing you special gifts of the holiday season. And Alan got... Butter roasted pecans. And they will not make it back to Columbia. What? Yes. Oh, I'm dude. a huge fan of pecans, did I, did I pecans. Get the same thing too? Did you just say pecans, pecans? Let's talk about almonds. You want to talk about almonds real quick? I th- <laughs> You're scared, aren't you? I am scared. You're afraid I'm attacking an industry. He's attacking. He's about to attack a whole industry. I'm not attacking to make an us look good. I heard a fact yep. on a, another podcast because you guys make me listen to podcasts now to become a better host. Yep. That it takes eight thousand gallons of water. To produce one pound of almonds. So, snack, snack fact of the day that I just stole from some other podcast that I listen to, Snackers Daily. Um, is that my, what it is? Yeah. Okay. My, my challenge is this. Next time you go in your... I don't, I don't want to pick a distributor, but let's just say one retailer. Okay. Let's say that one retailer would be Publix. Yeah. Walmart, whatever. Just pick one. When you okay. walk in that store... Go to the nut section and count how many pounds of almonds are just on the shelf in that one store. Let's say there's 100, because there's 100 packages, right? I'm assuming, right. you know, 10 in a row, 10 wide. Let's say there's 100 pounds. That's 800,000 gallons of water, and that's one store Yeah. of that one chain. Okay, well, here's... And how many chains are there? Here's my and how much question. almond milk is there on shelves? How many different nuts are there, Alan? <laughs> here's my question. So I got two questions. So here's with this takes a lot more water to grow nuts than it does to manage our golf courses and you're sure that your information here wasn't skewed and that wasn't the worst almond grower ever is that the average for a pound of almonds or is that just one little it was my snack fact of the day that said snackers daily it takes eight thousand gallons of water it didn't have a 
asterisk at the end with the small fine print that right. said pulled from the study of the University of California Berkeley on nine twelve oh eight based on. Well, I'm a big fan of cashews. Tell me those aren't sucking oh, out gosh. water. You know, I love cashews. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't tell you. I think right now at my house there are four deluxe mixed nuts right. packages. All out of cashews. All, that's all that's been eaten. <laughs> if you get the one with the uh, occasional pistachio in there, I'll do those yeah. too. Yeah, oh, I love pistachios too. But I have a I have a thing against Slim Jims and pistachios in the same day. We don't do that. I would think you'd be anti-Slim Jim in general. I used to be a big fan of them until a couple years ago. All right. Yeah. I ate a couple of those for breakfast one morning and had a pack of pistachios and ended up in a very bad place. Did you? Yeah. Was that the heart attack day? That was it. Thanks, man. Appreciate you bringing it up so bluntly. I try and talk around it. Talk about the incident. Talk about the MI. I mean, you can go anywhere you want with it. So Let's you're putting put that on the Slim Jim and Pistachios. Uh, that, it was a six-month diet of jerky and okay. I got you. water and soda probably didn't help. Well, I'm excited where we are here today. Oh, yeah. We're doing a podcast, aren't we? We are. We're not, we got hung up we, on the Christmas present. I know, man. Uh Thank you, by the way, Nicole. Yeah, she's the marketing manager here. Davis. She does a good job. She's it's it's amazing. Yes, uh, for being a gamecock, we love her. Yeah, it's got to be tough being up here. It's got to be it's tough being a gamecock anyway. But I lived in, in Lexington general. for seven years as a tiger. I get it. Yeah, I'm giving you back now. <laughs> I hear you. I got. I hear you. But we did bring her a garnet hat this morning you of the did. of the pulling yep. weeds variety. Yep. And we had our own stocking. If you go to Twitter and look on our Twitter, we had Tim and Al pulling weed stocking. I thought that was awesome. I think the best part was the story about how the names had to get rearranged because there were some employees concerned that, one, they hired a new person, and, two, why is Tim Allen coming to TSP? (laughs) Comedian. Tool time. Edition number 4.3. All right. So let's just jump right in. They won't want to hear us. They want to hear Big Al. Let's go to Big Al. Oh, wait. Uh, They're listening to Big Al. We're going to talk about that at the end. This is very confusing. I had I sat at a table today with two big owls, and the bigger big owl was not the bigger big owl. No, that's right. That's right. Well, let's hear it. Al Wilson. Enjoy it. TSP, thank you for everything. Designed to meet the expectations and requirements of owners, superintendents, technicians, operators, and players alike, the Jacobson Eclipse 322 Riding Greens Mower is like nothing else in its class. Available in three powerful models, battery, gasoline hybrid, and diesel hybrid, the Eclipse 322 is designed to significantly lower cost, increase productivity, and deliver outstanding results. Thanks to our unrivaled understanding of turf maintenance and over 95 years of legendary performance, Jacobson Equipment is trusted to maintain some of the world's most prestigious turf. Royal Palace lawns, football gridirons, legendary golf courses, cemeteries, and even the White House has come to rely on Jacobson. As we look to the future of our industry, Jacobson will continue to build upon our legendary quality of cut-through quality, innovation, and green initiatives. Jacobson, when performance matters. All right, well, welcome in. This will be our last uh, off-course episode of 2019, and we are here with one of our largest uh, supporters of the association. Lucky to be here and um, lucky to have him as a neighbor. Mr. Al Wills. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having us. This is a pretty special setup this morning. Yeah, we were greeted at the door with our own stocking. Unlike the last time we went, they even spelled our name right. I know. I didn't want to say anything. I was going to leave that out. Oh, you, you probably didn't see the sign when we went to Smith Turf. No. 
It was um, Tom Krieger and Alan Day. Day. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's their sense of humor. They're hooked on phonics, I guess. Oh, they are. That's pretty good. Um, So anyways, for our listeners, as we've talked about before with the Off Course series, we have um, created the second series as a way to say thanks for all of our partners, um, especially those that help with conference and show, um, but like yourself, who helped throughout the year. And so with TSP being one of our large three supporters here in the Carolinas, um, we call it the big three here in the Carolinas where it's Toro, John Deere, and TSP. It's a little unique in that most people use the name Jacobson, but we, we use TSP here. So um, thank you for everything you do. Well, we're glad, glad to be able to do it. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, I use you as an example throughout time where um, we say that, you know, that giving from organizations like this, it's, it's, a, it's a personal gift some days you have to look at it as um it's not just a done-in sponsorship i've told people many times i said with the money that al spent last year he could have paid off his houseboat um so we we have to be conscious of that because that money goes into his pocket not into some other corporate pocket that you never see so well we sold the houseboat just so we could keep giving oh wow i love it you did we did sell the houseboat we're in rv and now so so you can now you can move just off the water you can go anywhere exactly good for you Mm -hmm. mobile this houseboat was mobile houseboat right this wasn't like a little i mean it was like five bedroom floating yeah barge it was nice we had a good time with it let's get to the history of ts let's do it that's where i was going if you don't mind tell our listeners about the history uh i started out life as a school teacher and coach and served a nine-year sentence in that business and decided i wanted to do something for myself i'd always had a a bit of an entrepreneurial gene and uh, you know, th- throughout all of our lives, we have events that kind of send us in a different direction. And I had a I had an event in, uh, in the school system where I didn't get a job I wanted, and that was kind of the catalyst I needed to go ahead and act on what I'd been thinking about. And uh, so I told Janet uh, that my wife and my partner that I was going to take a year off from teaching and do my own thing, and that was 35 or so years ago and uh, started out uh, started out doing landscape contracting and doing irrigation contracting. Um, uh, I was telling Alan before we started that, that, that during the kind of the middle of the golf boom and toward the end, we had another company, Wilson & Sons Incorporated, who was my dad and myself and uh, my brother. And uh, although neither of them were very active in it, uh, we did uh, landscape installations on golf courses, mostly in the Carolinas, a few in Georgia. Uh, so I got interested in pumps, uh, was doing a fair amount of pump work, and uh, decided we'd incorporate this company in 1994, uh, 25 years ago, in fact. Uh, so we built this building in <clears throat> in 98, and... Um, uh, moved into it, or, or bought this piece of property in '98. Built this building in 2000. Uh, moved in, uh, uh, moved into it in 2000, and uh, started built it as a pump station manufacturing facility. And we quickly realized that that was too much of a niche within a niche, and we had to find something to sell. So uh, we just we 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 picked up Rainbird Golf in 2003 in North Carolina and the Upstate of South Carolina. Quickly realized that we needed something to bundle with it. Uh, started chasing the Jacobson line. Uh, picked it up in 08 
and uh, Tripp came to work for us in 08, and that's kind of the, the brief history of the TSP story. Uh, one, of the, one of the stories that Tripp and some of the guys get tired of hearing is, uh, you know, we built this building and uh, moved into it in 2000, and Janet and I walked out in the shop uh, shortly after we moved in, and it was pretty much empty. And she stopped for a minute. She said, uh, explain this to me again. Uh, our house was paid for. You, know, you were playing golf two or three days a week. You had a couple of irrigation crews. We were making good money. And you want to go mortgage everything we have and borrow every penny you can get your hands on and build this building for a business that really doesn't exist. And would you tell me again just what the hell you were thinking? <laughs> you know, so, so that's kind of <clears throat> that's kind of been my and Janet's relationship over the years. Uh, December the seventeenth will be forty-two years oh, that she wow. and I have been married. Congratulations! Uh, we dated for five. So, <clears throat> before we married, we were we met in homeroom in the seventh grade. We're kind of partners in crime in high school. Started dating our senior year in high school, and uh, have 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 been partners in the truest sense for you know um, 45 years 42 married and 47 total so so it's really a love story <laughs> it is somewhat of a love story right sure i mean just coming back from a disney cruise i'm sitting here having a little moment you know i'm like we could write this up right. like we could i could have watched this on the on an 8 30 at night show after my 5 45 dinner right but right. all right so i'm gonna interject i've had a couple questions come up as you went through that wilson and sons Right here, Pickens County? Pickens County, yeah. All right, so for those who are listening, and we now have officially two listeners in Australia, we thought it was only one. We have two. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to meet the We're second guy. We are. We're going to be big time. In fact, there may be a line to meet us at the Golf Industry Show at the booth. Just kidding. Um, uh, people have referred to the South as the Bible Belt. And I've heard that, is it Pickens, Oconee, and one other are actually the buckle of that belt? That's so. That's just for y'all geographically. We're in South Carolina. We're in the northwestern corner of the state. There's three counties up here that, you know, I think Clemson campus is on three different counties at one point or something. But anyway, so that's where we are. We're in Liberty, which just happens to be where our office is too. Um, pretty neat story though. So, you've lived in this area your whole life. Did you teach school here too? I grew up in grew up in Pickens. Went to Pickens High School. Uh, went to went to Furman University. Uh, got my undergrad there and then later went back and got a master's degree in school administration, which doesn't serve me very well now. Uh, but yeah, we've been here. We did move away one time. We moved to Anderson County. Janet and I, did. <laughs> uh, I was the last five years I was at Pendleton High School okay. uh, and I was assistant principal there when I the last year I was there. What what principal job was it you didn't get? Pendleton High School. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And was as, you know, looking back on it was the biggest favor anyone right. ever did did for me was crushed at the time yeah but uh, uh looking back that was the biggest favorite anyone had ever done so you know looking back over looking you know looking back over your life whether you're you know 45 or 65 you know you, you can find those and alan you alluded to your your changes in direction you can find those crossroads that you've come to when you really didn't realize why the crossroads was there, but you had to go one way or the other. Yep. And I can see all of those little wiggles in, in my life, you know, looking back. Right. And now I can kind of see why. 
does she um does, does she get it now when she pulls in because now there's another building across the parking lot that wasn't here built originally yes she gets it you're running out of space yeah we are out of we're sitting on about 12 acres here uh, the original piece of property was five, a little over five, and then when we picked up Jacobson in 08, there was, happened to be seven acres next to us that just happened to have a building on it with warehouse space that we just happened to need because uh, because of a place to house the equipment. So, uh, yeah, she gets it. She knows, and, and I, I mentioned to Alan that you know she and I b- both believe that the path that we've taken has not really been our path. It's been a path that's been laid out for us. And so we're good with that. She's good with that. Well, tell us about this property. This is the office building we're in here. It is. And we got the parking lot. Then we got a nice little facility. You can obviously demonstrate your equipment. The Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. <laughs> is that your design, your creation? Well, it was my, my creation, and I got quite a ration of crap from Janet for doing it but you know we had built we had bought this we'd built this building and then we picked up Jacobson and we had the opportunity to buy the piece of property next to us and there was just this as we have in the upstate of South Carolina this ugly red dirt bank between the two pieces of property which I didn't exactly think projected the image that I wanted to project you know with this facility here Uh, so I had a I had a uh, a friend from my construction days, uh, Tony Munger, who was who's a former golf course superintendent, yeah. and he's over in Western North Carolina. Quite a nut for those who know him. Would 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 you said it, not me. He's a, nut. He's a right. great guy. Uh, but I rented a dozer, and Tony came over and sat on it, and we shaped this little par three hole out here, and and spent about six or eight weeks building that little par three hole. And where the name Taj Mahal comes from, uh, Janet's in here slaving. She's always referred to herself as kind of the pooper scooper. You know, I'm the (laughs) elephant in the circus, and she's the the one going behind with the shovel, you know, picking up the I can't wait to talk to her about this. That's great. Uh, So I come back in, and I'm I'm pretty proud of what we're doing out there. You know, it's looking good. I'm liking what I'm seeing. And she's obviously upset, which those of us who are married know that you can tell when they're obviously upset. And she said, I'm in here working my rear end off, and you're out there working on that damn Taj Mahal. <laughs> so, so that's where it got the name, Taj Mahal. Now, how often is she coming in these days? Uh, we work from home some. She okay. works quite a bit. Uh, she still does that. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're not here as much as we once was, but we're still both working. You know, whether we're here or whether we're traveling, that's the beauty of of having folks like Trip and sure. and and the folks that we have here. It allows us uh, the luxury of of being able to know that things are being taken care of, and we can still still interact and be involved, but not necessarily be here five days a week. So did you have Ron build up like a mobile headquarters in your new RV system? No, so just that an you're... old Mac laptop and okay. you know, set right. of headphones. I didn't know if it was go. like Air Force One when no, you're taking no, off from the house no, with the printers in no, there and the fax machines. No, we, and... don't, we, don't, we don't do that. So when it's time to take a break, it's time to take time, a break. Time to take a break, but like we, do, we typically do work. Uh, you know, we, went, uh, we took a little trip to Florida last week, and and I'm driving, and Janet's sitting over there working the whole way down. And it's amazing what you can do now. Yeah, you know, the you're not te- bound to that a- technology. Doesn't you know allows us to 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 really be able to work wherever we are. So what goes on in the building on the other side of Taj Mahal? <clears throat> we have our uh, we have a training facility down there. We have a room we call it TSP Academy. And, That's cool. And then we have a uh, warehousing and 
and shipping and receiving down there. The building out back, which you don't see just driving in, is where our technicians are and, and equipment that is in line to either be put together or repaired. Did you know that um, one of your employees made a promise to me that if I buy an, an Allet mower, um, that I can get my reels sharpened here? And we can do that for you. Yeah, I see. Absolutely. See, Chuck Connolly likes to hear that oh, part because yeah, yeah. he was afraid if I got a real mower. He's going to take it Chuck doesn't know how to run the grinder, so he'd send oh, it Oh, Chuck, you've been brought up. Yeah, I was about to say, we just got hot water over Chuck. <laughs> Has anybody ever failed the academy? No. Okay. We have remedial courses, so those those who are a bit challenged, we'll we'll put them, slide them right into a little remediation, and everything's good. Okay, so you can we're going to get you a yeah, uh, I've got a, a TSP certificate yeah, right, that you right, have yeah. passed the class. Yeah, may not get you a diploma, but we can get you a certificate. <laughs> the GED version. I'm going to tell you, I've been in that building before where it was packed to the gills. You couldn't even walk in there at one point. I mean, it's. Well, we have another we have another location that we rent a few miles down the road that we also warehouse some used equipment in. So, so little known fact for people about our relationship here with the Carolinas, our offices in Liberty as well. We we talk about it. So we're literally, what are we about two miles away yeah. probably? Mm -hmm. right. um, and in two thousand, the fall of two thousand seven, spring of two thousand eight, <coughs> we as an association were looking for a new home as well, and actually had talked about coming over here. There was an old cabin, I guess it was maybe, mm -hmm. that um, we were going to either tear down and build something, et cetera. And so pretty amazing. But I think the, the, the scary part for us, and, and he'll hopefully giggle at this, is that, you know, it's hard enough for us to maintain the Switzerland approach to everyone and being fair to all sure. so if we're, right. we're parked over here on an orange parking lot every yeah. day the red and the green guys might get mad so <laughs> yeah, um probably but, the best we keep that two mile separation it's good <laughs> it's good we get to wave on the way to, to and from ponchos i think we see a number <laughs> of his employees mm -hmm. as i'm coming to and from my walmart run i'll see russell or brand or somebody driving yeah. by yeah. now were you a fan of orange before jacobson deal came i'm about? a clemson fan okay. if that's what you're asking yeah, yes so. i am a clemson fan even okay. though i went to Furman. i'm a i'm a clemson fan yeah we we go to all the ball games and Right. tailgate and have a big time tell everybody your little small world tie into Furman that we talked about with the pulling weeds earlier uh your classmate uh, yeah classmate beth daniel she probably doesn't remember me but i had a number of classes <laughs> with her we were the same same age so now what did y'all study there i was believe it or not i mean that was your continuing ed well you can probably tell by looking at me i was a health and pe major <laughs> <laughs> no actually both both were in, in health and physical education and so i had okay. a number of classes with her betsy king was also there at the same time well i was just about to ask did you go to yeah. school to any other world golf hall of fame yeah members? yeah betsy and beth wow. were both there yeah yeah, Dottie wasn't there in that period. I don't remember Dottie. No, okay. I think I don't think she was. See, I, I thought she was Beth. a little bit younger. Yeah, I, think I think she may so. be a little bit younger. Yeah. Betsy and Beth uh, were both there. They That's had a cool. Pretty strong women's program at that time. Oh yeah, they yeah. still do. Yeah, they still sure still do. good. So does yeah. Clemson. Yeah, we sure do. Got to see some of those gals last night. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I didn't even recognize some of them. The Tiger Golf Gathering was last night again. <coughs> our little fundraiser for right. the men's team. It's like our, a reunion for me. Getting to see my former juniors. Yeah, it's been neat. Yeah. It's funny. I caught myself in the elevator with Doc Redmond, and um, you know, U.S. Amateur champ, right. and we've met a number of times. So we're talking about basketball and whatever, and follow him out, and I'm in the parking garage, and I'm like, all right, Audi, BMW. He's struggling golf pro. He's still in the Subaru Impreza with the CGA logo tag that he had when he was at Clemson. Yeah. I was like, go get him, man. I'm yeah. proud of you, man. That's funny. Don't waste it. Right. I like it. He's working his butt off. It's good right. to see. All right, so. 
dumb question the tsp and that's just because you're right here in the tri-state area is that's from georgia south carolina and north carolina it depends on where we are okay. it could be any three states because yeah. so, now you so we were trying then. we were trying to be, build flexibility into it when we came up with the name. really he's a yeah. smart man yeah I just kind of pulled that name out of the air tri-state pump and control so if you're down in the south end we're in georgia yeah, or maybe exactly. even florida yeah, or over here we're in yeah. the Sure. Do you have a defined border for what you do right now for TSP or just for Jacobson? For uh, for most of our product lines that we sell, uh, Jacobson and, and the others, uh, we have Southwest Virginia down to the Georgia-Florida line, both Carolinas and Georgia, and a few the counties that border Georgia and Florida from Jacksonville over to Tallahassee. So that's kind of our territory. Uh, you know, the, the Georgia-Florida thing was new for us. Uh, starting last year when we we took that territory so it's still a bit of a work in progress to say the least are they i mean you feeling good about long term with tsp and jacobson here I'm, in feeling the Carolinas? Real good. I'm feeling real good about it because we hear um, different things about them going direct potentially and <coughs> challenging no, the store processes you, you know, and you never know what's going to happen obviously with anything uh uh you know it's it's you know they made a move that, in my opinion, looking from not quite totally on the outside in, but mostly on the outside in, that I feel like should have been done years ago. From day one, when we picked up Jacobson, never could really realize why uh, they didn't have Easy Go, Jacobson, those brands under one roof. They're in kind of the same industry. Right. You know, they happen to both be selling to the same customer and leveraging those brands. So they were duplicating overhead, they were duplicating sales teams, they were duplicating everything. And, uh, you know, it just, it, you know, they're, they're, the amount of market share that they had and the competitiveness that are in, in the business, it just wasn't, just wasn't sound business. So they made, a, they made a major strategic move that raised a lot of eyebrows, um, you know, raised a lot of questions, as, as, as you alluded to, as to what their future is and where they're heading and what their plans are. But from where I sit, they're the healthiest they've been since we've been a, oh, since good. We've been a Jacobson. That's good dealer. to hear. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I think they corrected some of the mistakes and, and not not saying that to cast stones in any previous administrations, if you want to call that, or sure. leadership of the Jacobson brand. But in retrospect, what I, th I thought then and I f can pretty well confirm now were mistakes of trying to go and direct almost killed them. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's not their model now. They, I mean, you know, if going direct was the model, that's how Ford and Chevrolet would sell us our vehicles. Yeah, you know, right. that that dealer relationship, whether it's whether it's us, whether it's Smith Turf, whether it's Greenville Turf and Tractor or Rebels, that that we as dealers play an important role. We're that uh, intercess intercessory point, intercede between the manufacturer who thinks he understands the market but really doesn't, and the end user. Gotcha. So that's how we see ourselves, you know. And I think most of our customers, and you alluded to this uh, earlier. Most of our customers, we present ourselves as TSP, not Jacobson, and most of our customers are buying from TSP. They happen to be buying, if they're buying a, a fairway more, it happens to be an orange one that's got a Jacobson logo on it. Okay. So we're real comfortable where they are uh, uh, and, and where, they're, where they're going. Uh, you know, the move from Charlotte to Augusta 
was painful to say the least. Uh, you know, for those of us and for you as well as a dealer, exactly. Okay. But you know, you think about trying to if you move from one house to the other. Oof. What a what a cluster that is! Right. Imagine trying to move, not only move a manufacturing facility or operation, you know, two hundred miles, but also those people who want or don't or you don't want to go with you. All the tribal knowledge that's left. So it was a big dust up. And so they're they're working through that. They there's still some things that that need that where they will continue to improve areas where they will continue to improve. I think, well, and it, 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 we've we've mentioned it a little bit, but it's with our relationship with you all, which I mean, I inherited. I mean, you and Chuck Borman had a relationship mm-hmm. prior to yep. us getting here, but you've always been a, a big supporter of the association, and I think where we're lucky is in our trade show component and the fact that you and I had this conversation a couple years ago about the mall analogy right. and you're one of our right. anchors in our mall right. um, every year at our trade show. And we're just lucky that it's a TSP and not a Jacobson. And I don't mean that in a negative way about Jacobson, sure. but because of our relationship with Tri-State Pump, and I continue to look at these great photos on the wall, sorry, um, and not Jacobson, we've maintained continuity through all those challenging times um and the association has continued to grow and thrive and remain successful regardless of the economy and regardless of the challenges for specific dealers if you will or manufacturers and so i don't know long-winded way to say thanks but it's great (coughs) that we're lucky again here in the carolinas that when we say the big three yeah and we aforementioned those 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 iron colors it's a tsp it's it's and jacobson if you will same right. way we marked it at Carolina's night this year. Right. For those of the all at Top Golf. It's presented by TSP. Yeah. Right. And Turf Assistant. We haven't right. talked much about your son yet. No, I haven't talked much about Turf Assistant. Do you want to talk about your son sure. at all? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, three or four, uh, probably four or five years ago, uh, we realized uh, in our business how challenged it is with, with how challenging labor has become. You know, when guys can go to Amazon and make you know, fifteen or sixteen dollars an hour in working a uh, not out in the hot sun. Uh, you know, we had and, and you know we have our technicians who are trying. We're trying to get the the most efficiency efficiency out of. Uh, and so Ron has Ron has been a. Uh, we're probably more techie than any company our size because of him. So he had implemented a lot of. Uh, technological uh, uh, processes uh, in our business that uh, that made us more efficient and helped us run better and helped us do more with less you know the the orders that we get from as TSP we go out and fight for them you know we've got great competition in this market you know we're we're competing against probably the top Toro dealer in the country and we're competing against two of the top John Deere uh, dealers in the company so we have to work smart you know we have to be we have to be lean mean fighting machines you know so so we had leveraged a lot of the technology that that Ron had uh, uh, had the knowledge of and so we started having some customers who ask us kind of well now what are, how are y'all doing this or how are you doing oh, that? okay so that's kind of where the seed got planted okay so, so we we Ron and I just uh, in trip we all decided to to kind of kind of take Ron was our operations guy kind of take him out of our day-to-day workflow and 
put him over in a in a closet with a food bowl and a water bowl and say an electrical go, outlet go do this you know so so uh, um, you know there's been a lot of a lot of learning that has gone on uh, a lot of uh, successes and failures like with everything else but uh, but now he has an uh, has an office of about twelve developers who are working offshore. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's put together this office, and uh, uh, you know, Turf Assistant is a brand of a of a company that called Anchor that you've never heard of. Uh, that is his business uh, or our business uh, that he that that is is completing building turf assistant uh, we started out in one direction and kind of probably you can relate to this island kind of had to tear it down and start back yeah. over again uh, so we're real comfortable where the product is now uh, we have not gone out and tried to market it to the masses uh, we've tried to have a real strategic planned growth with it we're pleased with where it is and where it's going uh, but it, it is a product to help superintendents manage their turf operations you know then there's there's a number of products out there um, that do pieces of it uh, task uh, task I can't remember the name of it uh, uh, but but there's a number of uh, whiteboard digital whiteboard products yeah. and such that are out there uh, you know, go playbooks, a bunch of different products. But what Turf Assistant is 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 bringing all those fun, all that functionality on a single integrated platform. Gotcha. So you've got the labor management, you've got the fleet management, you've got the chemical and uh, you know fertilizer management, all integrated onto one platform that allows it to talk to each other. So so we're, we're you know the the education that Ron has gotten. <clears throat> over the past three years doing this, you couldn't go to a university and get right. it. You know, his, his degrees in computer information systems from Clemson and, uh, you know, uh, Alan, probably a lot like your, your path, you know, you probably have learned a lot more in the last year and how yeah. to make things work <laughs> and yeah. really work now that it's, you know, that, that you're doing it for yourself. Uh, then, uh, you couldn't have gone to a college or university and got that education. Right. So there's a lot of other things other than Turf Assistant that Anchor is doing uh, from a, a web development, uh, application development uh, for actually companies all over the world. Uh, Nonprofit so, database management, by any chance? We're looking for a new database. Uh, he 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 does some. He, he, what the, the the model for Anchor is more of a back end fulfillment. Sure. So he will work with an agency who has customers, but they don't have the back end to fulfill it. Yep. So they'll put together a team of, of developers and code writers to do whatever needs to be done to fulfill that fulfill that need, nice. to fulfill way, that back end. Way legacy. above our head. He's legacy building. You see, I mean, it's not just <coughs> his company. Correct. There's a separate one for his son. Right. There was a separate one for son-in-law that you were yep. partnered in at one point in time yep. now yep. that he has since sold off and is now raising doodles. He's raising doodles, yeah. He son-in-law here. Okay. Yeah. Daughter, Becca. Becca. That's your other one. Now, yes. this is the two more? Just Only two, two. yeah. We believe in zero population growth. Yeah. <laughs> two was enough. We got one of each. We're moving right one along. One of each. We're moving along, yeah. Wonderful family. you got a beautiful family. I mean, phenomenal. I had a chance to um, interact with your daughter back in 2009 as I'm in an emergency room um, 
walked in, had a spot on my leg, turned out to be a spider bite, turned black by the time I got back in the ER, and I'm sitting there, and some young doc says, we're going to have to take your leg. And, I mean, I lose it at that point, and this nurse walks around the corner, and it's none other than Becca. And so it was kind of calming. I'm like, oh, wow, somebody in the industry. And we got through the night, and the next morning, surgeon comes in, draws a little circle around the spot, and he's like, I'm ready to pray with you, son. I was like, doc, we need to do that and a lot more. He's like, you okay? I was like, well, I don't want to lose my leg. He's like, I'm just going to cut a little quarter-inch circle out of the bottom down here and cut the disease out, and you'll be fine. <laughs> but you thought they were getting amputated. Oh, yeah. That's what, for almost 12 hours, that was the thought that I was left with. Ugh. Yeah, in a hospital bed due to a spider bite but anyways so yeah um we had a chance to get to know the family real well if you, obviously if you will um mm-hmm. she got to meet an emotional tim well she sensed because um stacy's in pharmaceutical sales they ran into each other a lot when she right. was in the hospital right. there mm-hmm. um she worked as a as a registered nurse for a while right she in the was, ER? she was she worked as a as a trauma nurse and in, in, uh, in the hospital and then then she 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 got her nurse practitioner degree okay. and then was working in a, a family practice as a nurse practitioner and while she was doing all that her husband son-in-law was running the dry jack business over this way um through the carolinas right correct mm-hmm. and so now dry jack the own company correct yeah the one that you see all the little stuff on <coughs> right. where they're using water to put holes in the yep. earth and it's yep. called dry jack sorry my bad joke. i just want to make sure dry jack <laughs> it makes perfect up. sense doesn't it? <laughs> sorry that's just yeah. my little smart ass yeah. but do they don't sell dry jack products no we don't correct no 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 they they own the uh the franchise that was going yeah. out doing the work yeah nick, okay. owned, nick, owned the, does. nick her, becca's husband nick owned the franchise and you know the carolinas and and i think part of georgia at one time and nick, so now nick has that entrepreneurial gene too and now they're at home raising dogs that sell for like twenty five hundred dollars a piece as a minimum sheep a doodles sherpa yeah. poodles yeah poodle judles you yeah. name it yeah what kind do you have sheep a doodle do you have the mini one or a big one? Uh, she's about 50 pounds, so uh, I was misled by back on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. yeah, she said, Dad, we've got this. Uh, and the dog's name is Itty. Itty. As in Itty Bitty. Oh. 50 pound Itty Bitty. I right. thought it was Itty It. No, right. Itty, itty, right. Itty Bitty. Uh, she, Dad, th- this one is the run of the litter. I'm afraid something's wrong with it, and I really don't want to sell it. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to sell it. So this would make a great dog for you and mom. So okay. And we had dogs when the kids were growing up and I have had flirted with the idea of, of having a dog again, but you know, just I was able to get beyond that temptation until she called. So we took Eddie, uh, and as it turned out there was nothing wrong with Eddie. She's perfectly healthy. She was just now Becca did you know bottle feeder to keep her alive when she was she wow. was young but she's she's thriving now and so uh becca's plan was for Eddie to be one of her mamas i said well becca i really don't want a female dog that's had puppies right i just that's just not what i want she said well i said i'm gonna have her spayed she said well you're gonna have to pay me for her so i paid her for her yeah, so, so we have Eddie. She's, she's what a family relationship. The story just she's, keeps getting better. I'm waiting for the. Did she invoice you for that dog? Or? No, okay. we, she owed us a little money. We walked the dog. This was part of a so checkoff she's program. 11, she's 11 months. You know, it's a barter system. She's 11 months old now. So. Black and white. Black and white. Oh, so this she's is beautiful. Recent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a beautiful dog and pretty smart. And she had a photography business too. His um, daughter was taking pictures she's of the a family. Great photographer. In fact, there's a little pond out behind their house. The, 
Yeah. Their house, not Allen. Yeah. Janet's where they we, we go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. They've got a neat piece of property out there. Yeah. Was that yours prior? No, no. No. Did they find that? Yeah, they found that. Yeah. That's great. You, you <coughs> talked about playing golf two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Where I didn't play? play very well, but okay. I played. Do you, you know, even play now? Uh, I, I, I damaged a rotator cuff a number of years ago, and then and then as as things happen when our friends get older, I lost one of my golfing buddies, oh, okay. and so it just wasn't quite the same. So I played at Pickens. Okay. Yeah. It, can you enjoy golf? I feel like superintendents would have trouble. Like when I watch video, I'm looking at other things. The way they cut into the scene, I'm not really that know. that that was a bit of a challenge for me. I felt like I was going back to work. Yeah. You know. So, but you know, yeah, I would I go out and walk. You know, six or seven holes, two or three afternoons, and then you know, Janet says I was born a couple generations too late. I would play golf on Saturday, and you know, we'd rush home from church and eat a sandwich instead of sitting down and having that. You know Sunday Norman Rockwell right. Sunday lunch yeah. and bolt off to the golf course and uh, uh, but but I don't play much anymore. Play a case. Okay. We have a little par three nine hole par three at our at our home up in Lake Toxoy where we stay in yeah. the summer with the coach and with our motor home and That's and cool. uh, so I can go out and you know play nine holes in an hour and ten minutes and have you aced the Taj Mahal yet? Uh, you know, there. I bet there. Ha- other than Nick, I bet there has hasn't been fifty balls hit on that hole. Can I come mow that one? Is we'd love for you to. I've never. <laughs> you come with. Yeah. He's a one and done. He ain't like yeah, asking okay. to be part of the program. I understand. All right. yeah. yeah. Well, here's what we need to do: is we need to get him on one of those Allet mowers, like Brent's trying yep. to get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you may be able to get him one too. He yeah. just put Zoysia in last summer too. Perfect. So yeah. this this is the the picture difference. It's hard to tell because it went a little dormant. Yeah. But on this side of the sidewalk. Is they're using uh, conventional a traditional mower. golf greens mower, yeah. And then on that side, they're using that uh, electric Allet British model that's just come out or whatever the seventeen inch one. Um, okay. It's less than two grand, and you can take it to an inch and a quarter or down. So that's what we're doing home lawns next summer. Wow, so you're gonna yeah. see what it looks you're like. You're getting Allet. Yeah. You're getting yeah. one too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it in that bag right there? Uh, it might be the keys to it. Uh, oh wait, no, it doesn't have a. It's doesn't electric. Have a key. It's electric. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. This is a question we ask everybody. Mm-hmm. What was the first car you drove? A Jeep. Nice. Well, let's let's back up now. The first car I drove was my dad's car. Okay. Yeah. A 1965 four-door, two-tone green Rambler Ambassador. Uh, it was a it was a That's chick a peach. I got to look it up. You get another one you got to Google. Oh, yeah. yeah. I six, love it when six, Alan has six to Google cylinder the cars. Rambler Ambassador. That thing would move, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it would not really. look good. No. Yeah. Two tone green. Two tone green was it? Yeah. You, do you yeah. have the two tone green there no. on your Google yeah, screen? No. Yeah, Rambler Ambassador. That was Dad's. What car were the two tones of green if you had to name them? Uh, Puke and lime uh, or puce? green or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah somewhere along, somewhere in that that color range. Yeah. yeah. The things you that you bought, saw coming out of your firstborn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You weren't aware of. Exactly. Yeah. You bought a Jeep. No, it was another. Okay. Dad, mother, and dad. Okay. Bought a jeep for me to drive may have been the biggest mistake they ever made uh gave me way too much freedom uh but i had that had that 1970 cj5 for a long time yeah and you know a good thing about it is you didn't need to listen to the weather forecast because you knew what the weather was when you were driving a jeep (laughs) yes sir it was raining you were wet it was hot you were hot right let's go with a new one what's the first company vehicle that was ever purchased 
Let's go with both companies. Let's start with Wilson and Sons, and then let's go to TSP. Uh, probably the first one I bought, you know, obviously was a pickup truck. You okay. know, when we're doing Wilson and Sons, and I guess it was a 81, eh, 80, 80, 88 Ford F-250. Uh, okay. Big one. Because yeah. you had yeah. to pull pump stations, yeah. too, then, yeah, right? Well, I, I was thinking I was pulling S-10 equipment or, then, yeah. He said I did S-10. have an S-10 at one time. <laughs> sure did. I mean, you can haul the world on an S-10. Yeah, apparently you can. Yeah. But you're a Chevy guy now. No? Uh, I like Chevrolets, yeah. Tahoe, you, Tahoe guy. You a NASCAR guy? I like NASCAR. Yeah. Love NASCAR. Hey, I just lost yeah. another 10 minutes to yeah. those two. Yeah. Go ahead. Get it over with. Talk about yeah. it. I'm a Chevy guy myself. Yeah. Awesome. I was, did, did I was t- a Bill Elliott man. I hear you. I'm a Chase Elliott man. Yeah, I am now because yeah. Junior retired. So. Yeah. Did you tell him what happened to our race this year? No, Tim. We got we got Tim and Kyle Trainum and Chuck Conley all to come to Darlington. And, okay. Uh, and we had weather delays, three-hour delay, sure, and that. my wife and I were the only ones ended up walking in the track. All these people went back home. Right. So we yeah. drove to Darlington. I took Janet, day trip. I took Janet to Darlington. That was her first NASCAR experience this year. Not this okay. year. Number of years ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm going to try and organize a big group again. Yeah. I'm going to Daytona this year for the first time. I've not been to that. Good race. for you. Yeah. I, I think my wife wants to because Jimmy yeah. Johnson's retiring. And yeah. She said yeah. we're going every weekend. Yeah. But uh, we're not doing that. Is that his retirement loop thing? This well, coming it's his year? final year. Mm-hmm. Final time, Daytona 500. Now, he's the guy who won all of them in a row or something. Yeah. 48? Yep. yep. Good for you. Good for you. I had, a, uh, had an opportunity to go to Bristol this fall for the uh, U.S. Short Track Nationals. Nice. One of our neighbors at um, – uh, at Mountain Falls is Mike Skinner, if you remember. Skinner. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he and Angie have a place up on the ridge, and and uh, uh, do you they, know them? Yeah, they Man, were, I listen to them on Sirius XM. I listen to them as well. Yeah. yeah. So so we went. Uh, there were about ten motorhomes travel with Mike and Angie up to uh, Bristol for this U.S. Short Track National, and he was driving. Right. And won the race. I did he? So it was a it was a big time. A lot of fun. They they sound like a lot of fun. They are. They're good people. Now let's. You call it motorhome. Is it an RV or a motorhome? Uh, uh, it's, it's a forty-five foot okay. coach motor coach. We could have we could have stayed dry underneath one of his. <coughs> right, the same thing we. Yeah. What do they call those? The pop-outs? pop outs. Slide out. Slide, slide out. Yeah. Yeah, we sat out. under one for yeah. three hours yeah. in Darlington yeah. trying to stay dry because yeah. we didn't have umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all didn't. Uh, you weren't on Going RV, were you? The TV show where you? No, uh, but okay. I, I I know some of the folks who have been on there. Really. So is this like a club that you join? Like when you get one, like that you start no, getting emails from once, these people, and now you're in. Once you get old, you know, you find these things to do. You know, you hang out with all the old folks. You, know, so. <laughs> you just show up, and the, everybody now we're friends because we all have similar. It, things it is a it is a we'll, we'll it is an together. interesting niche. Oh yeah, interesting community. Well, sure. you said you had a caravan of ten of them. There were ten of us. Yeah. Now in this like, community that we stay in in Lake Toxaway, there's there are two hundred sites that people own. Okay. And though the, we live in the lower hood, uh, we stay in the lower hood, the Skinners and folks like that stay in the upper hood on the ridge. And they actually have a, uh, they have a, what's called a coach house. Next, you know, they pull their RV in or their motor, motor coach in, and they have a coach house next to it that they stay in. But that's a little different snack bracket than we're in down in the down in the lower hood. So you pull in and you push the slide out out. Well, we've got an outdoor living area. We got huh? a, we've got a 
outdoor kitchen, bar, and fireplace. That was we enjoy it. We Heated, time. air controlled, or it's an open air? It's open air. Oh, nice. But there's perfect. Yeah. You got the TV Something. on the outside when you pop Well, I got a TV on the outside of the coach, but I also right. have one there. I saw over okay. at Walmart they have the uh, outdoor TV covers on clearance for three bucks if you uh, need, need a couple. To go get a couple of those. <laughs> I don't know if you need them, but I mean, this this the next exit up. I saw yeah. it on the clearance. One, one last RV. I don't question. even have yeah. an outside TV, and I almost yeah. bought one the other day, yeah. thinking if I ever have one, three bucks is a good deal. That's, That's a good deal, can't be. Did you buy right. some just in case? I didn't, I didn't. Do you do all the driving? I do. Okay. Well, I I do. Janet will occasionally drive. Um. If I have to go to the bathroom and we're on a good straight stretch of road, I set the cruise on and I say, now, honey, I stand up and she slides in under me, grabs the wheel, and I say, if anything happens, just hit the brakes and keep it straight. And so I run to the little boy's room and run back up and we switch places again. It's got to be a little exciting going down the interstate. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot better than we used to jump out of the window on one side and climb into the bed of the truck and back in the other side yeah. of the window. I yeah. mean, yeah. I see what you guys yeah. are doing. Now, um, have any of the immediate family, a.k.a. children, been allowed to drive it or borrow it? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Nick and Becca took it down. to They're, they're both PC alumnus and uh, alumni. Yeah. So they took it down to homecoming at PC this oh, year. Neat. So So we brought it back. Brought it back, and Nick and Becca took the alley, and Carson, our two granddaughters. You gotta get all the blue hose trash out of it. Oh yeah, gotta get all the hose out. You know that that was a that was a challenge for me with Becca going to playing volleyball at at PC, and you go to the match, and you hear everybody hollering, "Let's go hose." Okay, that's good. I didn't think about that. Um, Army brat, Austin P. State University is right outside of Clarksville, Fort Campbell, where I was. Mm -hmm. Spent a good bit of time. Just just beat the Paladins last week. And so my first ever college basketball game, my, I think we were in fourth grade. My dad takes my sister and I, and there's signs on the wall. Show us your penis, P-E-A-Y hyphen N-E-S-S. You know, I mean, this is 80s, right? I mean, yeah. let's go pee. Let's go pee. And I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, I don't have to pee. You know? That's funny. Yeah. The blue hose. Yeah, let's go hose. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore. Probably not. I doubt there's any more of those <laughs> show well, us your penis do, signs at Austin Peay State University. A, we do live in a time of political correctness, you know. It's Very strange that we don't offend anybody. I didn't realize that Tripp came in 08. I thought that he had been an employee longer than that for you. Well, Tripp trip was our Rainbird uh, district sales manager. So he worked for Rainbird for five years, uh, starting in 03. And then uh, when, we, when we figured out that we were going to pick up Jacobson in 08, uh, and they were direct in the Carolinas at that time. Uh, and I had worked on it for a number of years trying to, to make it happen. And we figured out, and in, in by July of 07, I felt pretty comfortable that we were going to get the line. And so Tripp was by on one of his normal visits, you know, for as a Rainbird rep. And so I closed the door and shared that with him, that, you know, this is what I'm planning on doing. And, you know, um, um, you know, just kind of keep it under your hat. You're not supposed to be. Out, it's not supposed to be told. And uh, so he mentioned that you know he might be. He wasn't sure he wanted to continue the traveling that he's doing. So we were able to work out a deal for him to come to work for us. But he had to wait until after the first of the year, after after January. To, he finished out that 07 year with Rainbird and then came to work with us in in 08. And uh, 
we had uh, we inherited about I think nine or ten of those Jacobson Direct employees uh, when when they shut down. Uh, Janet and I went up. Uh, Bill Ledford, uh, you know, big, big lead. Uh, I had, you know, Led and I had both been in the industry for a long time, but had never met. Uh, but I, Janet and I went up on December the 19th of 2007. At 10 o'clock, we had a meeting with all the Jacobson Turf Direct people who had just been terminated by Textron, by Ooh. Jacobson, at 9 a.m. Wow. So I walk into a room at 10 o'clock with 13 or so employees that had just been terminated to tell them about our plan or our vision to take to, to sell Jacobson in the Carolinas and that's when I first met Bill Ledford and, and all that group and uh, I came out of that meeting two hours later felt like I'd been preaching a revival <laughs> and then Bill and another guy Brent Walker who was our, our, our parts guy and was a long-term parts guy spent another hour and a half chatting and uh, uh, so no but Trip came but I couldn't tell anybody who Trip was at that time because he was still with Rainbird so he was uh, he was affectionately referred to as Mr. February that's he was funny February that's so right. Trip is Mr. February now I want that. our listeners probably aren't aware I've, I've known Trip's dad <laughs> George and his grandfather is known for designing golf courses a bunch of them right and Par three to Augusta being one of them. Yeah, do y'all have to get do site visits there frequently? No, no. You okay. know, I, I before I met Trip, I actually I actually uh, uh, had some business with with Trip's dad, George. Yeah, uh, we were doing irrigation in Green Valley. Okay, in Greenville, we're yeah. installing the irrigation system, and I needed to rent a uh, a backhoe, and so I called. I believe it was American Equipment that, that Trip's dad worked for. And uh, I said, hey, this is Al Wilson. I need to check on uh, uh, renting a backhoe. I'm doing irrigation over here at, at Green Valley, which was one of their um, Mr. Uh, Mr. George Cobb courses. Design, correct, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I said, who am I speaking with? And he says, uh, this is George Cobb. I said, who? He said, George Cobb. And I said, you're kidding. He said, no. He's, and, of course, uh, Tripp's dad's got a big sense of humor. Oh, yeah. So we had a big time with that. But So I actually... Uh, spoke with and met Tripp's dad before I ever met Tripp. That's you know, just crazy. I've known George through the South Carolina Golf Association, and then, and when his George <coughs> Architect was in the South, inducted to the Hall of Fame, South Carolina Golf Hall of Fame. Yeah, I didn't realize what he had designed. All he had designed. Oh man, there was a ton of yeah. Wildcat Cliffs. Country Club of Sapphire Valley, and yeah. there's a bunch. All the way out to the coast, Jacksonville. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. bunch yeah. of beautiful places. I was, yeah. uh, military bases. You know, where the other started. thing too with that is, you know, his legacy. You mentioned legacy earlier. You know, Tom Jackson. Uh, you know, all the all the architects that started Johnny. out with. Yeah, Lafoy, right? Yeah, John Lafoy. Oh wow, who started out with him? I grew up with a uh, uh, with a family. Uh, uh, with a fellow's name Willie B. Lewis. So if you ever, if you're around, Willie B's been gone for a number of times, but his son Phil and I were friends, and Willie B started out, he was a golf course architect, started out with Mr. Cobb. Man. So small oh, world. It's crazy. It is. It really is. Right here in Liberty. Liberty, yeah. South Carolina. Which I only thought it was famous for having the most Miss Americas from one small <coughs> town. Oh, is it? 
I, mean, I heard something about that years ago. I think that was one of the reasons I wanted to transfer to Clemson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, have we missed anything you'd like to tell our listeners no, about? No, not really. Uh, you know, the, the you know the we we here at TSP and and Janet and I in particular have been extremely blessed with a great group of people. You know, we we talked about trip. You know, but Jason and Brent and Brad and 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 where and, and a lot of most of them a lot of them are local people. And so, uh, you know, we've been extremely fortunate, extremely blessed to be able to put together a great group of people. We're not a huge company, and we don't intend or want to be a huge yeah. company. Uh, we, we like where we are and who we are. We're very comfortable uh, with who we are. And, you know, I'm, I mentioned the partnership that Janet and I have had. Uh, she is as she may be more responsible for any success that we've had because you know she was an accountant that was her trade and uh, she ran the accounting department for a manufacturing company here in Pickens County for 17 years before she finally left there and eventually wound up working with us full-time so you know she's she's kind of been my scale to to weigh things out yeah balance each other well very very good balance you know uh, she always jokes about you know I'm standing on the side of the cliff looking at the beautiful view and she's looking down at how far we have to fall. <laughs> uh, so we are it's been a good yin and yang uh, you know between the two of us and uh, yeah. we've been um, you know good friends and good partners for a long time. It's about people, right? Yeah. We say it every time. It is. I mean, and he's <laughs> it's the Phil Knight right here. He's surrounded himself with great people that individually, you know, you pull them out and you just you wonder, but collectively yeah, hell of a team, and I tell you, one of the things that amazes me is we've learned a lot about his vision today, and sharing that with others. Obviously, whether it's just his wife or you know, like a trip coming in, it was Mr. February, etc. But you know, one of the things we're doing here locally too is not only employing families right here, mm-hmm. right, creating disposable income for these counties, but also working with um, the local schools, right, to create a technicians program to train. Our high schoolers. Yeah, we have worked with worked with a local uh, vocational school over here and had an apprentice program nice. uh, with mixed success. You know, uh, uh, you know, there's so many opportunities for these kids today, and I think that kind of illustrates the challenge that uh, all of us in this industry, whether it's whether it's a, a dealer or whether it's a golf course superintendent, struggles with finding and keeping good quality technicians. Yeah. There's a lot of good bright minds out there. Uh, but there's a lot of lot of different avenues that they can take. Uh, so uh, we we have partnered with the Pickens County Vocational School and uh, and have had some interns here. Uh, most of them have gone on. Some of them are still. Uh, uh, there's a few of them who are still in some type of mechanical type uh, industry. Some of them have totally left the industry. And I think that's just an illustration of the challenge yeah. that we all face today, finding good technicians. You said Where, it earlier, when Amazon walks in and they're hiring yeah. people for, yeah. you know, 33% more than yeah. minimum wage yeah. McDonald's is going to give you. Yeah. Why go drop a fryer or, or run a weed eater right, when I know, go ship we've got a great stuff group. boxes? I think we've got a great group of young people coming along. You know, I know when I was a kid, I would hear the adults talk about what's this next generation coming to. I yeah. hear the same thing today. But there's a lot of good, bright, you know, intelligent, structured, focused, you know, engaged young people coming down the pipe. So 
so we just got to get some more of them into into right. our industry i'm encouraged i, th- I think i've seen a, a better work ethic out of some young 20 year olds now than i can recall in the last 10 to 15 years which has been refreshing to see it is but again i mean who am i you talk about 45 65 you've seen a whole generation's worth of those come and go so well what do you think al anything else for him we've taken up a lot of time we've learned a lot i appreciate you having us here i'm looking should i contact nicole or trip when i want to come mow uh, he, probably, probably Brad. Okay. Yeah, kind of Satterfield, yeah. Okay. Satterfield, yeah. The, the yeah. office on the right just past yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Go I'll, introduce I'll wait yourself. Till we get yeah. some grass yeah. growth, and yeah. oh, he'll let you come up here and put the uh, the dethatcher cartridge yeah, in too. We'll, yeah, we'll. I'll do it all. Yeah. Get a big pile we, of we it. Kind of like Tom Sawyer's fence, you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, oh, paint it. Oh man, isn't this fun? Yeah. You're gonna have a great time. Come on up. We're coming back tomorrow. Like I yeah. said, he's a one and done. He'll, right, he'll yeah. have fun that first time, and he'll be like, yeah, yeah that wasn't such a good idea. He volunteered to, uh, we were over in Fuquay mm-hmm. to try and get one of the uh, combines from across the road and right. plow the field next oh, to Turner's. But it wasn't yeah. Turner's. Kind of laughed. He didn't think, out, don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> it wasn't his field. Yeah, so. there you go. Yeah. But he did have some demo equipment. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Um, and on behalf of the association and all of the members, we owe you a sincere thank you for your continued support of the association and the industry. It's yeah. paramount, it's unheralded. And I think, you know, it's just important for us to tell the world, you know, who you oh, are as a person. We appreciate that. Sure do. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Thank you for having us in here. And thanks for Top Golf this year. We didn't talk about it much. That was fun. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Real quick. Tuesday night, Carolina show. Carolina's night. Carolina's night at the beach. At yeah. the beach. Sponsored yeah, I think by, that was the best venue we've had. It were, you know what I found is walking around. You know, we do it for three hours, and we're trying to get everybody mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And we've done a number of venues where we've included alcohol and food. Right. So you can only do so much with alcohol and food sure. in three hours sure. without starting a food fight. So right. now when you had Top Golf yeah. in, people were interacting the yeah. whole time. They were yeah. engaged. They were doing something. It just seemed like it took on a whole it's new level of, of conversation. Natural. It's a natural, I thought. Yeah. I do have one last question. Yeah. If I call the front off, if I call your main number, mm-hmm. are they going to answer Tri-State Pumps or TSP? TSP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we we just you know because so much of our business is not really pump related anymore. Right. Uh, we felt like TSP turf was you know another one of those things that we kind of pulled out of the air. You know, just, I like uh, it. Yeah, clever. Sure. Well, thank That's you hilarious. very much. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that with um, Al. Alan and I have now finished a half of thing of buttered pecans and we are on the google machine trying to figure out how much water it takes to grow pecans well they're from trees so that's a little different yeah because trees don't use water to grow at all well how they grow almonds i don't know how they grow almonds out of the ground okay just like a farmer i don't know is there an almond tree or an almond bush or is it it come inside of something else you got to crack it that's See, it question. makes me think that it's the—it's not just the water for the plant; it's the production of it too, like into the factory to cool the machines, to okay. separate them, to clean yeah. them, to wash them. You see what I'm saying? Yep. It's the whole, the whole process. process. Well, there's definitely not room for two big owls in this place, no. and I'm not going to be the one to get to stay. Well, here's the thing: one big owl gave another big owl some butter pecans and said, "See you later, big owl." I know. <laughs> so take your pecans and go down the road, bigger. Al, oh, they're not. Gonna, I'm telling you, they're not going to make it to Columbia. I promise. Maybe that's you. what we should do when you two are together. He's Big Al, and you're bigger Al. I'm definitely the bigger of the two owls, size wise. Hey, so Doctor Ben, if you're listening, 
I know that it's a little busy at this time of year with FedEx and UPS and all, but I haven't gotten a Lego yet. He's probably going to deliver those in person at GIS. Oh, I hope he's got enough sets. Because <laughs> you're not getting one if there's only one. I'm okay with that. All right. Did you see the list of the courses that dude's played? Who? Ben McGraw? Yeah, there was something on the Twitter machine. About the last top night. ten. Did you see his I've, top ten? No, I didn't. I'll go look it up, though. That dude's getting paid to play some golf at some places. I saw. I just literally saw that about an hour ago. I was looking at this other guy, and he had Augusta National number one. This dude was... I don't remember who it was, but it was an impressive list. So do you remember a couple years ago there was that little red book that came out? The little red book? You ever read that? The Harvey Pinnock deal? No, there was another one. Um, I think A golf book? Uh, I forget what it is, but there's a chapter in there about stealing people's thunder. Okay. Right? Yeah. And you know what that is? Like somebody tells a story yeah. and then... The big salad that you and I had the <laughs> incident <laughs> with? Yes, you, you, you delivered it. That's fine. Um <laughs> I didn't want to have I didn't want to steal anybody's thunder. Okay. And since we've been referred to as golf elitists, I chose not to participate in Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not either. I thought the same thing. I think that you should have to date it. Because they're top ten lifetiming. I think you should have to do top ten in the last five years. Now you would win that category, no doubt. No, I just mean in general they should have to. I'm not trying to win anything here. Okay. I know I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> but, I do want uh how about this? Iona Stevens, I know you don't follow her on the Twitter no, machine. No. Scottish or English. Long story short, she had a tweet this morning from none other than Goat Hill Park talking about how great the place was. Wow. Allowing women, children, encouraging you to bring your dogs and apparel of all types. That's cool. And so I sent it to our boys this morning because that's the same selfie picture that I posted in February this year with right. me and Charles Conley. So something I thought of. Matthew Wharton calls his wife Miss Greenkeeper. Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Greenkeeper. Green. Uh, sorry, yeah, I just yeah, Tim's all yeah. about the yeah. proper vocabulary. I'm gonna call my wife Mrs. Videotaker when we go to weddings. What would you call your wife, ma'am? <laughs> just keep it, keep your southern hospitality. About yes, you. dear. Yeah, yeah. Play it safe. Um. I like and I like what Matthew's done there, giving her her own personality. I'm trying to do that to my wife. As many followers as he's got, you'd think she'd have her own Twitter feed. I'm surprised she doesn't. She might. Everybody knows Miss Greenkeeper. Well, since we're talking about the legend, you know the course that he works at. Uh huh. Did you know that they have blocked me on Twitter? What? I don't know what happened. He doesn't know what happened. Doesn't even Seriously. know. Seriously. Yup. He posted something the other day. I clicked on his club thing that he tagged on there, and it says you have been blocked. Did you do something? I mean, you didn't do anything. What could I do on Twitter so, to offend a golf club? When I ran the South Carolina Junior Golf Twitter accounts, I noticed Carl Stefka at Greenville Country Club had blocked us. And I'm buzzed <laughs> with Carl. And I, so finally, like you know, months later, I was like, Carl, why did you block? He goes, I, I didn't realize that was you. I didn't want my stuff getting out, like some of his personal comments. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Carl, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but I understand you're getting married soon to a. Phenomenal young lady, so I'm happy for you, man. Carl ran the tournament yesterday at Tiger Golf. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Can talk we? about what? You were promoting a Yara hat. I was promoting a Yara hat. With you you got a Viking ship reply on Well, you know, that that's thing. what the hat is. That's the logo. That's yeah. a Viking ship. Okay. No, but thank you. I did, did you not know that? Nope. I learned that at your conference and show. No, I thought it was a treasure bowl. No, I said, what is this? And a pot of gold at the end ship. of the train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of screwed the pooch yesterday. Who? 
You did by inviting me up. Because then the whole foursome, because we didn't know if Charlie Roundtree was going to be able to play due to ankle. And so we were out there playing the foursome. We couldn't have won or competed. We had a lot of fun. I think we proved that with our golf that we couldn't have won or competed. <laughs> and I don't think it was just Biff Lathrop jumping in the cart when we made four or five pars in a row to, to make us lose. But I enjoyed having him out there. It was a stretch of pars when Biff showed up, that's for sure. Normally it brings rain. This time he brought the pars. Yeah, I no comment. Uh, we weren't there to win. No, I know. We were there for fun. I want to thank you, Charlie Roundtree. Everybody who knows in the Carolinas, if you don't know Charlie Roundtree, tell them who Charlie is. We've talked about He's him He's our before. lobbyist. He's our South lobbyist. Carolina. So, 2006, I'm working at Columbia Country Club. I want to brag about Charlie for a second. I wasn't enjoying my time there, and I sat at home one night, drank a lot of scotch, and tried to figure out my new options. And I wanted to either get into junior golf or psychiatry golf, which I had no business thinking of, you know, no medical degrees. Like Bob Rotella type psychiatry? Correct, okay. correct. And, uh, oh, so I'm helping people. Out of here. <laughs> So I'm hungover next morning. Open it, I'm working in the shop, and sure enough, Charlie Roundtree walks by the door, walks by the window. And I run outside, and I knew he was very connected in junior golf. And I said, Charlie, I'll take a job at junior golf from Virginia to Florida. Keep me in the south. I don't care where we go. And sure enough, he was walking to a board meeting, and they needed somebody, and that's how I got my job. Well, yesterday, you know, obviously I'm indebted to Charlie for getting me at the SCGA. Yesterday when we got to ride together, we're talking and Charlie's just, we're just talking. He's not trying to lecture me or anything, but he has a natural way of throwing out sage advice without, you know what I mean? Bo, and, this is how it is. Well, he, he just, <laughs> yeah, he I'm says, to, I told my wife, I said, he says some things that click with me about 421 media. And, uh, so Good. I appreciate that. Yeah. He, I try to tell Joey, people used to give me a hard time because I would be on the phone with Charlie literally for an hour, sometimes two hours right. when I worked in the junior golf foundation. But he's the only board member that took an active interest. Yeah, yeah. And through that relationship, a bond has has built. Right. Where, yeah, I mean, you, you, it's hard not to appreciate a man with that kind of vision and passion and. Well, and his attitude, his demeanor. I mean, just everything. So you know? here's here's how I knew we were going to click. I think it was my third week on the job. I got hired in February of 2000, and we had golf week coming up, which I didn't know anything about it, but it included a golf tournament yeah, for the legislature. Yeah. And so this new guy, Mr. Roundtree, who I'm starting to get to know, um, which was really frustrating because I was paying for my own cell phone at the time, and those minutes were kicking my butt, Charlie. So <laughs> you're lucky I made an investment in you too, buddy. Um, but uh, anyways, I, I lost my point to that now that I'm thinking about it. But he says to me in one of those phone calls, he says, Bo, it's real simple. I just tell you, it's real simple. we just going to do it like this, and we fire you and go get somebody who will. And I said, all right, man, we're going to get along just fine. At least I know where I stand with you. That's what I do like that about him. Yeah. True Southern gentleman. So thank you, Charlie Roundtree. He's a good egg. Doubt Look forward to uh, spending more time with him. He does a great job for us uh, in the association. We're lucky to have somebody like that, especially he's, at such a uh, a friend rate. Yep. And he's a good one to have on your side. Yeah, you know, anybody whose father is known as the, quote, father of junior golf in South Carolina. Right. I used to live at that exit. How's the irony there? So when I worked at Columbia Country Club, Charlie was a member, and he would bring his dad out on Sundays to eat. And his dad's health wasn't good. He'd kind of walking around the shop, you know, buying some shirts. But his dad always looked like an older version of Austin Powers to me. Yes. Yeah. I bet he was crazy, too. So how about this one? (laughs) Charlie's sitting around. He stayed at the house the night before the tournament. Yep. Telling us the story about when his brother shot his dad in the face with a shotgun. And there – 
miles from anywhere, and they had to get back. And Golly. Yeah. To, he died with one of those pellets still in his face they could never remove because it was too close to the eye. I never heard that story, man. Yeah. Damn. It's, he's a wide open one. But, hey, it, you know, it's, it's people. It's all about the good people. Right. Just like we talked today about Al and Charlie and just be blessed to surround ourselves with them. I mean, I feel lucky in this role. I don't know if you ever walk away from some of these and it's just kind of like, man, the world that we get to live in. Oh, yeah. The people that we get to interact with. I love it. It's hard to have a bad day. Well, we can have that. bad days, but not when you interact. Well, I mean, you, you can. Have... I'm not going to have one. So you had a bad day? Do you like that song? You had a bad day. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> There's where the last night just came out for you, Alan. How about that? There is no singing in this voice. So today's December 15th. We want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Happy Holidays. We will have a special episode coming out. At least one, if not two, Correct. over the holidays. It's already one in, that's coming out Christmas Eve, the 24th. Is that what you decided? I did. That's going to be the Looking back at the first year. Yeah. Of the P-Dub, as I like to How call we it. got here. That's P-E-E-D-U-B for all those y'all listening out there. Looking back at 2019. What was it called? What was that TV station that went with that? The C-something? C-W? When they changed. Yeah. Isn't that what know. it is? There was a TV station that went with that. I don't know. The something-something, and it was like letters we always knew. That's where I got that from. The P-Dub. Anybody knows what Tim's talking about, please send us a message. We'll edit that part out. I will say, we got our second. Uh, so, Tim, on the last podcast, said if you're a turf celebrity, yes, hit us up for a hat. We got one. We got two. One from California, one from Scotland. From Scotland? Yeah, I'm going by your office when we leave here to get those out. All right, y'all got to realize something. I've said it, and I'll live up to it. But these international shipping charges are kicking our budget. <laughs> well, this this gentleman's about to move to Dubai. Would it be cheaper to wait until he gets to Dubai? I doubt it. There's got to be <laughs> tariffs on something somewhere. Here's what you all, all y'all international listeners need to know. We love swag too. So if you have stuff you'd like for us to wear, you want to just send it on over. Yeah. The only thing we've learned from any of this is if you have stuff that you'd like to send, we can get you the address. Just don't send us ink pens internationally. They are hung up with the uh, the Federal Rodent Protection Act. Yeah. Something about any kind of liquid that enters the United States. So you have to fill out a customs form. So, look, hats, you don't have to worry about any of that. Boots, size 11, you know, implements for the tractor, cedars, things of that nature. We can get you a physical address. Yeah, send it home. If not, but you not just him. call yourself a turf celebrity and we'll send you a so, hat. So, but you're saying you'll still send the hat to Scotland? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's just cool. expensive. I just funny the two places you mentioned are not. <laughs> They're not in the continental U.S. We're not dropping them off next week. Uh, now we got Rhett Baker coming up on the first. Randy. Randy. Yeah. We've had some fun with I that. I have not lived that one down. So Yeah, Rhett on the first, and hopefully you'll enjoy these special editions over the holidays, folks. One of them, if it comes off the way we want it to, should be uh, very meaningful and helpful during the holiday season. When time okay, that's the other special episode. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Okay, gotcha now. Yep, we'll be on the road next week, doing two next week. Uh, and then I'm also going to speak in Winston-Salem. That's going to be a busy week. That's how it is. That's why we have 70,000 miles on the vehicle in 11 months. I don't want that many. but Rhett, Well, I mean, at 58 cents a mile as a business owner, you could get rich paying yourself mileage. But who do you have to take the money from to pay you? Oh, that's your money. Yeah, that doesn't really work out too you well. You might want to talk to this other big Al and see how he's been skinning that cat. As long as they let me come back and mow, I'm happy. You can come mow my house with that mower. Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Thank you all for listening. See you again January 1st. 
You'll hear us a couple times in December, but officially looking forward to 2020 and Series 2 slash Season 2 of the P-Dub coming at you. Merry Christmas. It's easy to pull weeds in December. There aren't any. Thank you for listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.